further ado, he is our combat sports insider, Clubber D, the Combat G. PCS. Don't nobody care about any of those things. Who the hell cares? Don't nobody want to hear about that mess. We're all here to listen to Clubber D, the Combat G, the Tinder, OKCupid, Black Planet, Mihenda, Farmers Meetup, Christian Mingle, Match. I am the original swindler. I've been to Maine to Miami. I've flown from Miami to Montana. I rode a bike from Montana to Maui, all on your mother's dime. Now let's go. Hey, yo, what up? Oh, as I wake up to some lovely baguettes, you know what I'm saying? Hanging out with somebody's mother out here in Paris, France, you know. Last night, I was at the uh, Serial Gan Tui Taivasa heavyweight UFC battle. It was a humdinger. It was a slobber knocker, as Jim Ross would say. I was out in Paris, France. I'm still here, actually. Uh, you're bullshitting. Uh. And I just realized... I believe this is the 50th episode, the 50th Ball and Buds episode. <laughs> and you know what? Hold the phone. It's your main man, Clubber D, the Combat G. Always in the place to be. And ask your mom because she probably held my PP. But anyways. <laughs> I'm here live and direct, you know, and it was a hell of a fight. I mean, it went back and forth. If I ever have somebody kick me in the stomach like that, like the way Cyril Gan kicked Tui Taivasa, I would have quit. There's no way them corns are touching the gut. It ain't happening. Ain't nobody got time for that. Well, that was a hell of a knockout. I mean, when he hit him with that uppercut in the third round, all that blood just pow, right off his head, you thought somebody spit out some ravioli. But anyways, yeah, Cyril Gan won via knockout, the third round. Good fight. Very fun heavyweight fight. Uh, way better than Cyril Gan's last fight with Francis Ngannou, who was also front row next to Kamaru Usman. I noticed that Kamaru Usman, you know, he was uh, sleeping eyes wide shut. You know, uh, last time we saw him from the head kick he got from Leon Edwards, he was there at the fight, you know. Uh, those are those are good friends, but I, I'm shocked that Kamaru Usman, you know, I give him credit. He went on Joe Rogan. He's showing his face after that hellacious knockout he succumbed to in his last fight with Leon Edwards, which was like, what, what two weeks ago or so? But, uh, Good to see him in good spirits, you know. Hopefully the third fight in Wembley Stadium will be off the chain. I will probably fly out for that, you know what I'm saying? Say what's up to Paddington the Bear and all that shit. As we're moving and grooving, let's talk about French 
I'm sorry. Let's talk about English people. See, you almost messed me up. I'm here in Paris, France. I talked about Wembley Stadium. Now let's talk about an Englishman, as in Anthony Joshua. We all know Anthony Joshua got another clinic by Alexander Usyk last time. Uh, I think it was a couple weeks ago um, in our boxing match where he lost a rematch uh, to Usyk. But after the fight, did y'all see him throwing the belts and acting all crazy and, and getting mad and getting bucked with people? Bro, chill out. Chill out, okay? Calm down, okay? Shut the hell up, okay? Shut the hell up. It's bad enough you look like the in-shape dude from Harlem Knights, the boxer back then. You know, it's bad enough you, you're not you're not winning. You got Robert Garcia to help you out. A good American trainer. You need to just come to America, train with some good trainers, just break all those terrible habits you got, Anthony Joshua. It's ridiculous, all right? You can't be getting your ass whooped like that. You suck, you jackass. You cannot rely on sheer strength as a heavyweight. You got to know how to box. You get with a boxer, your ass getting laid out, or you get embarrassed. Look at look at Deontay Wilder, okay? And Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury and Usyk are the best pure boxers at heavyweight, okay? They don't have to rely on their power just to win fights. They can just outbox you, outpoint you. You know what I'm saying? So back to the drawing board for Mr. Joshua. And I'm just, you know what? Since it's the 50th episode, I got I got all types of stuff going through my mind right now. I got all types of stuff going through my veins. I would say protein, but I saw someone's lower back. Just let it shine through. Just let your We'll talk about that later. So, the pound for pound boxing list is a piece of shit. I'm saying right now, the pound for pound ring magazine boxing list is a piece of shit. How do you have Lomachenko on the list who hasn't fought in two years and don't have undisputed lightweight champion Devin Haney on the list at all? Shut the hell up, okay? Shut the hell up. How's this possible? How is Canelo? Higher than Dimitri Bivol, who beat him in his last fight. Someone tell me this. Say what? Someone tell me. You got two heavyweights on there. Heavyweights shouldn't even really be on there. But you know what? Um, it's all politics and boxing. When you're depending on your skin tone, they don't rock with you like that. And let's let's keep it with the politics. Let's, you got Triple G and Canelo coming up uh, in two weeks for a third fight that no one's asking about because Canelo said he wouldn't fight him, but now he wants to fight him. Because Canelo is backed in the corner. He doesn't want to go back to light heavyweight. There's work right there. He gets his ass whooped. He doesn't want to stay at 168. That's why he's giving Triple G a shot. Because, you know, there's killers right there. You got Charlo that wants him. You got a Benavidez who wants him. He don't want to. He, he wants no part of that. You know, he got Better BF and Bevel still at one, at, a, at a light heavyweight. He, don't want, he doesn't want no part of that smoke. So the man, had, there's nowhere for, for, for Canelo to run. <laughs> But he fights Triple G. But the thing that's sticking out is that Demetri Beaver, who just beat him, is fighting Gilberto Ramirez at light heavyweight. Gilberto is a beast, a good young Mexican uh, fighter. And Canelo goes, oh, I don't want to fight another Mexican again. A Mexican again. What is that? I can't even say it right. Canelo, yeah, that's that messed me up because I'm like, wait a minute, Canelo. All the historic 
boxing great matches between Mexican versus Mexican. And you're saying you don't want to fight another Mexican again? Get the hell up out of here. Man, what, the, what? Come on now. Come on now. Shut the hell up. Okay? Shut the hell up. How do you say that? But that's Canelo being Canelo. But you know what? That's all I got so far. I might have some more because your mother is a. Anyways, you may man club with you in combat G. Always in a place to be. That is 50 episodes and 50 more, mother lovers. I'm out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold the phone. Let's stop the redhead potato bread. Let's shut that redhead up. It's time for Club Rudy to jump in with some boxing stuff. Yeah, I jumped in this conversation. I don't give a brook, but we can hush it, okay? This is your main man, Club Rudy, always in the place to be. And I do what I do to interrupt Mr. Weeby. Bars, I tell you. Now listen, that's called motherfucking bars. You know nothing about that. Anyways, Canelo just beat Triple G, okay? It was a third match and I was wrong, okay? Say what? I was going to tell everybody that, you know, Canelo was going to be either on his back Pause or on his stomach, double pause. Wow, talking crazy. Ha! Enough of that. Well, with, Tw- with Tweety Bird just going around his head, you know, like like Woodstock just flying around. I thought he was going to be out. I literally thought he was going to be on his back, looking up, thinking this thing was going to come down and save him, okay? But uh, shockingly, he didn't get knocked out, okay? Some of the, the scorecards wouldn't hold 12 rounds, but the scorecards were kind of funny to me because how on earth do you have it 15 or 13? You know, that was close to another draw again. I, I Usually the, the, the uh, scorecards are in Canelo's uh, way, but this time it was kind of in Triple G's way. They're being generous because first round debatable, uh, Triple G had a better jab. He jabbed a lot more. Uh, Canelo was uh, overreaching a lot of his punches in the first round. But from then on, Canelo whooped that ass. Other round, I'd give Triple G as a ninth round. He woke up a little bit. Now, I don't know if it's, you know, his new trade, he got Jonathan Banks as his trainer ever since he got rid of Abel Sanchez. You know, maybe uh, Jonathan Banks kind of just goes with the flow and lets uh, Triple G do what he wants to do. But uh, his game plan wasn't working, and uh, Canelo just beat his ass. You know, it wasn't like a crucial, crucial ass whooping, but Canelo definitely, definitely won. And did you hear what Canelo said after the fight? Now, we, are, we already know that uh, Tamicha Bebo is fighting uh, uh, Gilberto, uh, I, think, I believe it's next month or in December, and that's a light heavyweight. Tamicha Bebo just beat Canelo, all right, at light heavyweight uh, when he challenged for the belt. Now, Canelo said he doesn't want to fight any more Mexicans, which is funny because Dave Benavidez is waiting in the wings for him, and then if Gilberto wins, what are you going to do, not fight him? Where do you go? You can't stay at 168. You can't stay at one. You can't go up to light heavyweight unless you want to get your bell rocked by Ben Benavidez. But he also said his hands jacked up. He wants to rest. The key word I think everyone missed at the end of that fight was, I'm going to rest and I will vacate. Meaning he will let those belts go. Say what? Yes. So there will be no fight with Charlo. There will be no fight with David Benavidez at 168. So who knows what he'll do when he comes back. But we do know he did say he will vacate the belts. Let's talk about some other stuff, okay? How about Anthony Joshua agreed? Tyson Fury agreed. Will we get that fight on December 3rd? 
in Wembley Stadium. Until I see it official, I ain't believing shit. I know they're dealing with a lot of stuff. A lot of things have been suspended sports-wise uh, due to the Queen passing. But uh, uh, Anthony Joshua, he had his little meltdown after he lost to Usyk, a little baby. You lost the fight. Shut up. Take the L again. Okay? Shut the hell up. Okay? Shut the hell up. What I'm waiting on, Ryan Garcia, to stop all that capping, as the kids say. Stop capping. And really fight somebody. They're saying him and Javante Davis are supposed to fight. Javante Davis is controlled by TMT. Yes, right, the money team. Mayweather, Al Heyman. They don't like their fighting fighting nobody. That's just a fact. It's a known fact. They they protect their fighters. They they don't really want them in, in crazy situations. So will they fight? Until I see it official, I ain't believing shit. But the biggest fight that got announced for November 19th that we all been waiting for. We've all been waiting. Who is the best? Who is going to be undisputed at welterweight 147? The biggest non-heavyweight, non-Canelo Alvarez fight. Is a man, Terrence Bud Crawford, going against Amy Earl the True Spence. Say what? And if this fight it got signed, now we're just waiting on lawyers to do what they got to do. Now the the word is, you know, Crawford's taking less money, which I I guess he should since he's, he doesn't have all the belts. But he's going to be the B side for this fight, and if there's a rematch, he'll be the B side in the rematch also, which is kind of funky and weird. It's kind of similar to the way. Devin Haney signed with ESPN so he can get the belts off uh, Cambosa to become uh, undisputed. But if Crawford wins this, he'll be the first only undisputed in two different weight classes, 140 and 147. Undisputed for the others who don't know, that means you got all the belts. That means you are the man. All four belts you got. Alright, so he's trying to be undisputed in two different weight classes for all the marbles. Yes. Club bangers. Club Bangers. Club Bangers. Earl Spence, I like you, but you've been ducking this fade for a while, so I'm going with Club Bangers. Club Bangers. Terrence Bud Crawford. The illest, you know what, in Nebraska. Hold on. What? That that nigga. Is this the illest nigga in Nebraska? Did you got it, got it, fool? <laughs> I don't know if y'all get that reference. Probably don't. Some of y'all are slow. But yeah, it's your main man, Clubberty. I'm out. We're here for the 50, and I will butt in and interrupt Weeby whenever I need to. I'm out. It's your main man, Clubberty. Yes, I'm back at UFC 280. Yes, I'm out here in Abu Dhabi. Hanging out with all my ox Akis, you know what I'm saying? We're having fun out here. All praise due. But uh, we here for the fights. What fights? The fights. Yes, thank you for asking me that, whoever you are. Yes, it's a three-heavy main event card here at UFC 280. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to butcher Islam's name, so I'm just going to keep him, keep calling him Islam, okay? Because they get Mikhevich, Mikhevich, Mokovic, you know, either way. But uh, just the teams are going with him. So for our first three-header of the big dolls, uh, we got Peter Yan going against uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley, okay? O'Malley, he is the upstart. Everybody likes him, you know, the goofy hair, the colored hair, the tattoos, you know, they always try to, try to you know, uh, market a good mayo in uh, UFC land. No offense. But, you know, it is what it is. But he's going against the number one guy. 
uh, Peter Yan, who's a killer. This man is a killer. He don't play them games, all right? Sean O'Malley has not been tested yet. For, and for him to jump up and fight the number one contender, oh, boy. Oh, boy. I like him. I like his style. Club bangers. Club bangers. Club bangers. But Peter John's going to slump him. He will go to sleep. He will He will be in the shadow realm. He will be in the metaverse buying, buying property. Paying for AI strippers because that's what he does. Maybe allegedly, who knows? Who cares? Peter Yon, first big fight. Moving on now, my man, the Funk Master, Aljo, Aljermaine Sterling going against TJ Ped Dillashaw. Okay, UFC hates Aljermaine for some reason. You know what I'm saying? They they don't like a brother to not play by their rules. So UFC does whatever they can to disrespect Aljermaine. Hey, what happened? Toasty. From top top to bottom, you know what I'm saying? But you know what? Who cares? That's a human backpack. You know, this man's known for rear naked choking folks. Uh, TJ's the dog. TJ is the man, even though he got caught with, with peds and uh, performing the handsome if you guys are slow. Uh, he got caught with that, and they stripped the belt from him. And now he's come back, and he's brought some great fights. So will he become champion again? Club bangers. Club bangers. Club bangers. I don't think so. I, I got Al Jermaine, second round rear naked choke. Club bangers. Club bangers. Backtracking just a second. I got Peter Yawn. You know, he's going to win by knockout. And I got Al Jermaine, second round. Make that third round rear naked choke. Yes. The funk master keeps being funky. Moving on. Now, we got the main event. Charles Oliveira against Islam McKevich. Hopefully I didn't butcher his name. Now, he's a protege of Khabib. There's a slew, slew of these Dagestani wrestlers that are coming out of that area and are about to run MMA. Would you be willing to train all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemy that they may take our lives but they'll never take our freedom! You got Khabib's younger cousin fighting Pitbull for a belt in Bellator. I think it's the 155-pound belt uh, here in a couple weeks. Uh, then you got his cousin. His, now I don't think they're related, but you got his, uh, his, uh, his stablemate, uh, Islam, fighting uh, Charles Oliveira for the belt. Now, Charles Oliveira was champion, but remember, they took the belt away because he came in overweight against Justin Gagey. So, therefore, he didn't win the belt back. You know, he got stripped from the belt, won the fight, but still isn't champion because he was overweight. Now, he's fighting for his own belt again. You know, he was down in Brazil eating towards Picanha. It is what it is. It's a very good stake. But as I digress, he made weight. He's good to go. He's going against Islam, your typical uh, Dagestan dominating wrestling ground and pound style like, like Khabib. Uh, so I'm going with a club bangers, club bangers, club bangers. I'm going to Islam. All praises do club bangers, club bangers, club or D, the combat G, 
you know, I'm all, you know, I'm always in a place to be, you know, about to get some chickpeas, about to get some uh, combination kebab out here. Hello. But your main man, Clubberty, signing out. I'm out. <coughs> it's the D as in Clubber and ask your mom because I love her. Your main man, Clubber D, the combat G, always in the place to be. Yes, yes, yes. Just got back from Abu Dhabi for UFC 280. And like I said, you know, when when, when the club banger, when, when, I, when I give these club bangers, when I, when I give you guys the inside scoop of who's going to win and whatnot, y'all need to start listening. Now, I did get cheated on a Peter Yawn, Sean O'Malley fight, okay, Sugar Sean? He, he lost the fight. I'm sorry. You know, Peter Yawn, he... He had more takedowns. He was wearing his leg out, wearing his body out. I'll, I'll give I'll give O'Malley credit. You know, he was controlling him on stand up uh, a little bit, but he, and he has a chin because Yawn hit him with some, he clipped him with some big blows. Good lord, Paul's wow, wow, that sounded crazy. Ha! Enough of that. But uh, he won split decision. But a lot of people, he didn't even sound confident that he won at the end of the fight. So he got that, whatever. But I don't care. TJ Dillashaw, your shoulder was jacked up. You should not have been in this fight. He said he popped his shoulder out about 20 times in camp. Didn't show up to any of the uh, the, the meetings showing up to the fight, like open workouts, because the shoulder was that jacked up. His shoulder popped out twice in this fight. Twice. I mean, every time uh, Aljamain Sterling fights, there's always some type of controversy besides the second fight with Peter Young. The guy still doesn't get his respect. But, hey, he, won the, he, won, he defended his belt. So he's still champion, and I did say second round, but whatever. We're not going to talk about that because y'all don't want to give me no respect. That's the story of my life. No respect. I don't get no respect at all. But anyways, let's get to the main event. Islam against Charles Dupont's Oliveira. You know, I got to make this thing short and sweet because, you know, my my, uh, my my jet lag's kicking in. You know, someone's mom was, you know, she was, she was wearing me out last night, pushing to see my meds. And, you know, his, anyways, his wife. But let's not talk about that. But um, the man, Charles Dupont's Oliveira, has the most submissions in UFC history. And then this bang is clipped and submitted with an arm triangle in the second round. Islam ain't no joke. Like, Habib's dad said he was the next one up uh, before he passed away. And once uh, Habib uh, retired, he would be champ. And as you see, the Spanish champ already. And what does he want to do? He wants to fight the boogeyman. He wants to fight Volganowski. Uh, Volganowski, you know, he's done everything at 145 beating the tar out of Max Holloway and the Korean zombie. He has put people to sleep. This man's an ex-rugby player that used to walk around over 300 pounds fighting at 145. Now he's moving. Now he wants to move up to 155. He wants to be a champ champ. I can I cannot wait for this fight. This is going to be a good one. But Islam won second round arm triangle as I called it. You know what I'm saying? She made me a club with the, I am the combat G. You know, this is, this is what I do, okay? This is why we love UFC. We love mixed martial arts. Because unlike boxing, you suck, you jackass. Fights happen. Okay? I'm talking to you, Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence. Ooh! Just want to yell. And I ain't forgot about you, uh, Anthony Joshua, too scared to fight uh, Tyson Fury. And then Usyk talked about he wanna, he's going to be there for Deontay Wilder's comeback fight. Don't even show up. And then you got Tyson Fury fight Derek Chisora for the third. You know what? I mean? That's another I'm getting riled up, Jerry. Jerry! All right, I'm out of here. Peace.